Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding, episode number 11. My name's Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole, as uh, this particular edition of This Week in Carding uh, brings you all the information that has worked its way to the EKN homepage uh, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, this podcast, of course, perfect for listening on the way to work, on the way home, whatever it may be. If you're out in the garage getting prepped up for the next race, perfect just to fire this up and kind of get yourself up to speed and uh, with everything that's going on. This edition of This Week in Carding brought to you by Briggs & Stratton. Briggs & Stratton is powering Operation Grassroots around the world. No other engine manufacturer is getting new and returning drivers to the car track like the Briggs 206. The out-of-the-box performance provides the most fun, excitement, and reliable, uh, reliability of any karting engine on the global market. Learn more about the 206 engine and the history behind Briggs & Stratton's century-long commitment to motorsports at www.briggsracing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? All right, David Colby. <laughs> I know we get kind of busy. We're on the road so much. Um, we call it this week in karting, but it could almost be this month in karting because the last, the last one we did was May the 30th, <laughs> over a month ago. It's becoming a trend, Rob. Uh, it's not uh, I don't wanna, a normal thing. I don't want to change the no, name. we're it, not going to change the name. It's, it's going to stay this week not. in karting. It's just a long week. It's a long week, yeah. So there are some weeks that feel very long. Again, the last episode, <laughs> episode 10 from May the 30th. But of course, we were uh, rocking a little bit after that. So Dave was on the road for a couple of races. Uh, I was at home getting work done. So we'll try to we'll, we'll see if we can't do it a little more often. But you know, the, to be honest, this week in carding works because usually two weeks of information kind of jams in enough uh, to kind of let you guys have some really cool stuff uh, as we get rolling here. So again, David, let's get started, man. What's the first bit of news you want to rock out here? Well, it's Supercarts USA related uh, as they came out with a couple of announcements pertaining to the upcoming Summer Nationals and looking already ahead to 2020. Uh, the Summer Nationals new layout has been confirmed by Supercarts USA for the Summer Nationals, which will take place yeah. in August. On, and they're, what they're calling it, the Scusa Super Mile configuration, which is roughly about 0.95 miles long. What the unique aspect of it is, it's actually using the oval section uh, on the east end of the facility, it's it's been there. We've known it's been there. Guy, we we've been using it as the pit exit for a number of of years uh, when we go there for the summer nationals and other programs that go there as well. Uh, but now it is going to be used as part of the race course. What do you think about it? It's it's I I think it's pretty interesting. I, I I like the fact that because you have that track has so many configurations, but it seems like. That we've we've been running the same track for the last number of years. I like I like uh, shaking it up. If they're able to keep it so you can't do a lot of testing on it, I think it'll be cool because it, it's gonna it's gonna take a little bit of the you know the local knowledge that that advantage away, right? I don't think there's any local knowledge there anymore. I think because we've been there for so long that everybody knows <laughs> the layout. True. So it's been there for f- fourteen years now. Um, there's no surprise when you go to Newcastle, basically what you're doing there is you're, you're adjusting around the, what the weather conditions and what the track is giving you. That's what a lot of people are tuning to. They're not really tuning to the actual track itself. Um, you're not wrong. And, and again, talking to, to people myself, I don't like it because one, it takes away the, the view of being able to see the entire race. We can't see it now, no matter where you are standing, 
you are going to miss half of the race. Now, mind you, part of the oval section is probably not going to be as exciting, but still, you're you're not going to be able to see. You're not, and that and that's the one thing that karting has, especially in sprint racing. And it's something that we, you know, we weren't able that the the Charlotte race that we just had with WKA. You, if you were on pit road, you couldn't see the entire track. And okay. it's something I think that sprint racers are not exactly used to. And so I think it's, you know, that's part of the negativity about the event or about the layout. I think you're right. Yeah, it's something different. But as you said, there are 50 different multiple configurations that we could use. Why use this one? That's that's my question to it. Well, you, you did say you played the one the one card, and that's just visibility and being able to uh, to be able to watch all the racing. Now, uh, you didn't mention yet the fact that I think they're, they're going to be running it with the Scusa Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge event, which is the week before. So there will be an opportunity for people to get on it if they run that Great Lakes Pro Kart uh, Challenge race. Uh, and we'll see. It's hopefully it's raceable. Like you know, hopefully it's hopefully people are going to like it and it's exciting. But at the very least, they're trying something different, right? The one section that I, I think is is going to be exciting is basically the, the the Laguna section, which is when you come off of the oval section, and in between that and the main racetrack, there's a basically Laguna Seca corkscrew yeah. that uh, is very unique and interesting. And you know, drivers have gone up it, but they they haven't raced down it, other than you know guys who race at Newcastle uh, as a club race because they use this configuration before. Um, and actually, the the Scusa Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge used used this layout in their first event back in, I believe, was April. Oh, they did use um, this one. I didn't they know they used that. it, but they also included the cell tower section. So, so Scusa for the Summer Nats, and then obviously for the finale for Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge, they're not using the cell tower section. Copy. So that's okay. the difference between the race that they had in April and the race that they're that they're having that there are two races that they're going to be having in August. Nice. So that that's the difference between the two. Okay. All right. Well, David also mentioned, of course, that uh, Scusa published its 2020 dates, which uh, they are the first group to get out there and drop the dates down. Uh, the Scusa winter series back again, uh, January 10th, 11th and 12th and February 7th, 8th and 9th. No locations announced at this point. Uh, same goes with all the other programs as well, other than the Supernats. Pro Tour will kick off with the Winter Nationals on March 13th, 14th, and 15th, somewhere in the eastern United States. Spring Nationals, again, the first week of May, it has, as it has been for the last couple of years. Summer Nats moving to August 7th, 8th, and 9th, uh, again, being told at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Uh, as always, the Super Nationals, which is, uh, is this edition number 24 this year? Or twenty? This is 23 this year, isn't it, Dave? It's 23 this year, and then 24. 24 in 2020. Man, I can't believe it. Uh, November 17th to the 22nd, always the weekend before Thanksgiving, of course, in Las Vegas. And the California Pro Car Challenge events uh, for 2020 laid out at uh, March the 1st, April 5th, June 14th, July 12th, and September 27th. Is this the earliest, Dave? You think we've had their dates out? I think this is among the uh, earliest times that we have had the dates published uh, again, these are all dates that could possibly change. We've seen it uh, happen yeah, before with a number of different programs, but you know, they're, they wanted to be the first to get it out there and they've done that. And I think this allows the opportunity for all the other programs to make sure they work around it. Start setting it up. Yeah. Um, I really would have liked to have seen the winter series. do go down to one event and almost be like the America's winter cup. 
uh, have like a big bash in the winter yep. time. I really think two, you know, the two weekends in the two first months of the year kind of congest the schedule a little bit more. But uh, we'll see how it how it unfolds in 2020. But uh, I think the rest rest of the schedule is pretty good. It's good to see the 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 winter nats coming back east. Uh, so that throws, you know, what's going to happen with spring gnats? Is it going to be out west? And then, of course, summer gnats being at Newcastle. So, what eastern racetrack is going to ha- is going to have the winter nationals? That's a that's a good question. Very true. But as David had said, now with these dates out, people can start uh, other organizations can start slotting in where they want to be. Uh, again, we we do have some date equity going on lately, which is kind of cool. So you got to expect most of the events that you're going to be looking at will be locked pretty much into the same kind of vicinity in terms of month wise. Uh, all right, folks, this weekend carding, episode number 11. We are underway. We've hit our first break. It's July the 2nd right now. We're looking forward to heading to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway this coming weekend. But again, this weekend carding, more to come after these messages. The shift is on to a new brand and a new way of thinking. Mad Old Nut Racing and Croc Promotion USA are focused on changing the paradigm when it comes to race teams in this sport. And the goal is to support dedicated young racers by giving them the tools and opportunities to succeed. Originally born as Mad Croc, the new branding is Croc Promotion, and Armando Fellini's product continues its dedication to quality and innovation. Croc Promotion USA is the American importer and distributor, and Mad Old Nut Racing is the official race team. We're ready to attack in 2019, and our race results speak for themselves. A.J. Myers swept the first four Winter Series Shifter Cut races of the year, and Andrew Bedozo continues to assert himself as an emerging player. Croc Promotion has momentum. Dedicated and talented young drivers, supported and mentored by team owners who know business and who are passionate about karting. That's Croc Promotion USA. That's Mad Old Nut Racing. Search for us on social media and give us a follow. Hey racers, this is Rob Howden, and I'm super excited to be back with the Texas Pro Kart Challenge family this year. Gina and Mark French put together a perfect three-weekend series after listening to the racers, and with the season opener in Denton behind us, it's time to head to the incredible track in Amarillo in July. Then... We'll cap it all off again at the jewel of Houston karting, Speed Sports Racing Park, in mid-September. Get the final two Texas PKC dates on your personal calendar, and I'll see you there. We're back racing on July 19, 2021, at the Amarillo Kart Circuit. This track is a scale version of the F1 circuit in Istanbul, Turkey, and the drivers love it. It's certainly a venue to add to your bucket list. It's two full days of racing for Mini and Micro Swift, Briggs 206 Senior and Masters, K100 Junior and Senior, X30 Junior, Senior and Master, Stock Honda Senior and Master, and Pro Shifter. They're also adding a local option class for Briggs 206 Junior. Stay tuned for more exciting news. Come join the Frenches and I in West Texas in July. We're going to be racing, grilling, and enjoying the awesome Texas Pro Car Challenge community. For over a century, Briggs & Stratton has had a commitment and passion for racing. It's a DNA found in every engine we build today. So whether you kart race, Baja, race quarter midgets, or believe that dirt and snow are just God's way of adding to the challenge, 
The dedicated spirit of every Briggs & Stratton employee stands at the fence waiting for the green flag to drop. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Welcome back to episode number 11 of This Week in Carding. Rob Howden and David Cole bringing you all the information that, that has worked its way to the homepage on eCardingNews.com over the last couple of weeks. Uh, David, we got things started off with some Supercarts USA action, talking about the layout for the Summer Nats, talking about their 2020 dates. Let's jump into a couple of different programs. We've got information uh, regarding Rotex. Uh, we got some Rock Cup. We're going to talk a little bit about the PRI show as well. Let's start off. Give us some of the information that hit EKN about the Rotex Stars and Stripes Open. The Open event is going to be coming up here in Spitz, at Pittsburgh International Race Complex, uh, beginning of August, uh, the August 2, 3, and 4 weekend. Uh, they have uh, sent out a number of releases over the last couple of weeks, kind of just keeping people informed as to what's going on. I think one of the Big, bigger uh, news items was the entry deadline they've set for July 15th, which will be coming up uh, basically in less than two weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Uh, that's kind of to help confirm all the uh, engine pro, uh, engine packages that they'll have available because, again, it's a raffle uh, engine program to where you enter and part of your entry money goes towards a engine raffle. So you're provided the Rotax engine when you arrive and you race uh, with that engine all weekend long. Uh, so they're capping up off all the uh, categories uh, for the event, uh, which has seen well over 100 entries uh, previously that we saw um, at New Jersey Motorsports Park the last couple of years because we've seen a sure. lot of Canadians come down. We've had a lot of international drivers race as well, too. So yep. it's really not just the Grand Nationals, but more of an international type inter uh, event. Uh, senior, Junior, Masters, Micro, and Mini are set at 34 with dd2 set at 30. uh the mini and micro is another uh area that they kind of focused on making sure people understand uh the classification of what's going on essentially these two classes are going to be in a mixed group of drivers uh separated again by age but both all both classes will be utilizing the mini max regulations and engine package as they did in 2018. So depending on your age, you'll be you'll choose your classification of either micro or mini. And both categories will be racing for grand finals tickets with first and second place each earning a ticket. So basically four tickets up for grabs in that one race group. Uh, and then third place finishers receiving a thousand dollar voucher for Rotax products. And, and nice. again, the, the nice. micro categories eight through eleven age wise. And then the mini is 11 and 13. So, you know, there's some, there's some kids that are 10 and 11 right now racing junior that could technically race, uh, the micro division. <laughs> wow. You're right. I didn't think about that. Well, that's kinda, that's Brent, Brent Cruz that's is true. the defending world champion in micro and he's been racing junior. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> exactly. I give props to the guys from J3 Competition. They're doing a great job trying to reestablish the Rotax brand here in North America, or not so much North America, but in the northern states of, of the U.S. And, and again, you know, if, if we all look back, the, the Rotax program was unbelievably strong here in the U.S. for many, many years. Obviously, some hit some hiccups with some decisions made by uh, those running the program, both in Europe and here. 
but J3 competition and the, and the crew there are, are focused on rebuilding this thing kind of from the grassroots level up, which I think is a wise move considering uh, how kind of muddled uh, the engine programs, engine platforms are nationally and even regionally here in the U.S. right now. But again, the Stars and Stripes open that event, as David said. Pittsburgh International Race Complex, August 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. The entry deadline, July the 15th, less than two weeks away. Uh, I'm actually heading, actually, I made an announcement, actually. I just threw something up on uh, social media yesterday that uh, had a little text conversation with Alan Rudolph uh, about potentially running with him at the Texas Pro Car Challenge race at Amarillo. So he, I'm going to be jumping behind the wheel of a of a speed sports racing park, Alan Rudolph Racing Academy, Burrell for that event, 206 Masters. And it's been interesting because the Texas Pro Car Challenge guys, Mark and Gina French, like they found this racetrack in Amarillo that was built. Uh, Dr. Morgan built this thing. It's the copy of the Formula One track in Istanbul, Turkey. Badass layout. Everybody loves it. And I know that they were looking, Thane was looking for another race. He wanted he wanted to have another race. And we, now he's got one. The second Rock Cup USA Festival has been announced for the Amarillo Kart Circuit. The original date, David, was going to be Labor Day weekend. I think a lot of feedback was, hey, listen, you're not going to get a lot of guys because we're going to Rock Island. Stay off the Rock Island dates. I know a bunch of guys from Texas are planning to go to Rock Island. There's, there's probably going to be some pretty good numbers and shifters there this year. So the folks at Rock Cup USA moving it back to August 22nd to 25th. Always great to see you know adjustments made based on input from teams and racers, right? It is to to hear that, you know, and that's what you need in order for some programs to be successful. You got to be able to work with one another and at least know what the local contingent really wants to do. You know, you can't just slap a date on on an event and then not realize that, oh, all all the local racers are going to be at this place and at this place and and they're not going to be there. So, yeah, it was good that uh, that they were able to take in the feedback. Uh, and, and criticism and, and be able to, and, and thankfully with a facility like this, where there's no racing going on, you can change the date to pretty much anything. Well, moving on to the next little bit here as well, David, this is, we got a really good partnership going with the, with the good folks at the performance racing industry trade show. Uh, you don't go that, that far back into the history when we used to have a karting event there, the, uh, the all-star karting classic. That was a lot of fun. I would love to be able to get that, that back someday, but I think considering the fact that, I was just saying, Sorry. I think it's been 10 years, Rob. So it's been, it's it been a been, while since been, we've had that. All right, that's just true. I'm getting old. <laughs> uh, but I, I'd love to have that back, but I'm not sure if we're going to be able to do that in the middle of December in Indianapolis. We we did that race when we were in Orlando, which was a lot of fun. But Indianapolis, such you know, kind of a hub, David, right, for motorsports with the, with the speedway and everything that goes on around there. Um, but information hitting our website, of course, we we do have a good partnership with PRI, and they're expanding for 2019. Uh, David, talk a little bit about what hap- what's going on with, with PRI. They're actually they're rocking. They got a lot of good stuff going on with PRI Show. Well, I think as you remember back when PRI was in Indianapolis, it used to be the RCA Dome that yeah. was just outside of the uh, convention center, and they actually used the RCA Dome to feature some exhibits and 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 other items and, and products that were available uh, during the during the show. That's well, right. now for the first time ever, they're actually going to move into what is now Lucas Oil Stadium, which is home of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, to feature exhibits and different products inside and right on the field uh, in Lucas Oil Stadium. So trailer display is, is key. 
Uh, I've, that's, I believe it's been outside before in previous years. And, you know, as you said, December in Indianapolis is not exactly the best weather, uh, to be outside. So, uh, they're moving the trailer display inside Lucas oil stadium, along with their new featured products showcase that, uh, has been gaining some momentum over the past couple of years with, uh, the PRI trade trade show. So that's moving over into the Lucas oil stadium as well, too. Uh, they just announced and released their uh, 2019 floor plan. So anybody who's interested in going to the event uh, can already start setting up their their location uh, um, schedule on the app. They have a lot of different uh, features uh, where you can highlight the, the different exhibitors that you want to visit or set times and schedules and all that different things uh, on their app. Uh, this year, over 100 or 1,100 exhibitors and unique attractions are uh, going to be on display in December 12th, 13th, and 14th. Yeah, I went for one day last year. That was not enough. No, it's <laughs> was, it's never enough. <laughs> I was running around trying to talk to our uh, our EK and advertising partners. Right, I had sat down and talked with Jay Braxton from uh, from Stilo USA, uh, with Debbie Bishop from Simpson chatting. Of course, went and saw the guys at, at Bell Racing. Uh, of course, spent some time with David Klaus at Briggs and Stratton. Uh, Keith Freeber was there as well uh, with the, with their new Ignite chassis with the Briggs on it. You know, they had just announced their partnership with Hoosier at that point. So I talked to the guys at Hoosier a bit. Streeter Super Stands. Two days. Streeter, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole crew from Streeter there, Jeff Wessel and everybody with all their uh, their trailer accessories. You know, David, the PRI show. I, I, at one point, we had a lot of carting. Uh, companies there. And then I think some of them decided not to go. It really is an incredible opportunity to kind of present karting to, to, I say, I say like they're, they're pre-qualified, right? Because the race, everybody there's a racing fan and whether, whatever they're racing, if they're just fans, whatever it may be, they're in the industry, they're supposed to be in the industry. Um, but we get a chance to show karting off and, you know, big props again to, to, to Briggs and Stratton always being there with their whole lineup of stuff. Dave Klaus is always there with his whole, uh, with his whole crew. And, and that's important, man. I think it, we, this is an opportunity for us to present karting in a positive way. It's really the only show that we have in North America that provides that opportunity to put it in front of thousands and thousands of people who are not only, as you said, within the racing industry or just fans of racing period who don't know anything about getting into motorsports because as you said, they do have a little bit of, you know, of people who are just a fans of motorsports that, you know, buy their way in or, or somehow are connected with a company that is exhibiting there, you know, and, and really some people are that are in the show may not know anything about karting. And so that's, it's a great opportunity to, as you said, educate uh, exhibitors and attendees about the sport of karting. Yeah, because you, you think about the people that are there. It's it's super it's super late model racers, it's dirt late model racers, sprint car guys, drag guys, all these all these people that are in the sport already get an opportunity to see what karting's all about. Potentially get their kids in it, which again starts feeding us. So just like you said, the only real motorsports trade show that we have now we have we don't have really a, a massive karting show other than the winter show in Springfield. So that's again, if 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 you're a company looking to ex- expand your brand. Think about going to the PRI trade show in Indianapolis. All right, Dave, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about Burrell. You're going to talk a little bit about uh, the WK and their new association with Summit Racing Equipment. And we'll talk a little bit about the Cup Carts North America program as well. More to come. Episode number 11 of This Week in Karting. 
Attention Carters of the Midwest. Supercarts USA is back and the return season has been fun and exciting. With a new Skuza Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge racing at Newcastle, Norway and Road America. The series now heads into the season finale at Newcastle Motorsports Park on the August 3rd, 4th weekend, just one week ahead of the Scusa Pro Tour Summer Nationals. This is your chance to prepare for the Summer Nats on the new Scusa Super Mile configuration, which will be run at the Pro Tour finale. The paddock will be packed and the grids will be large, so come out and enjoy Scusa's newest regional program. You'll get a chance to meet our staff, and we hope you'll put the full series on your racing schedule for 2020. Follow Supercarts USA's newest regional program on Facebook at Scusa Great Lakes PKC and on Instagram at Scusa Great Lakes. Rotax is officially back in America, and J3 Competition is the iconic brand's new importer and distributor for the northern half of the United States. With a focus on top-notch customer service and unparalleled product support, J3 Competition is excited to work with club and regional series to build the Rotax community in the tag categories. They're promoting a pair of special events this year to provide opportunities for their racers to win tickets to the Rotax Max Challenge Grand Finals in Italy, the sport's most talked-about global event. The Stars and Stripes Trophy and the Stars and Stripes Open events will feature J3 Competition's trademark professionalism, as well as the popular Engine Raffle program to provide a completely level playing field. With tickets to this year's Grand Finals up for grabs, they look forward to seeing everyone at the Trophy event in May in Utah and for the Open in August at Pit Race. Rotax is a leader in two-cycle technology, and J3 Competition brings over 75 years of experience to the brand here in the United States. Check out the new Rotax USA program at racerotax.com. History. Success. Family. Those are the three words that describe Comet Cart Sales, one of the longest tenured carting businesses in the United States. The family-owned operation is located just outside of Indianapolis, and they have provided carts, parts, and services for thousands of racers throughout their near six decades of business. Comet's online store features everything you need, continually adding new parts to their product line. Comet Cart Sales attends dozens of karting events every year, offering trackside service for racers and families. Karting veterans Mark Dismore Jr. and Gary Lawson provide one-on-one -on -one driver coaching and tuning assistance for each trackside customer. The engine building business, Comet Racing Engines, has won countless major events and championships over decades of karting, and they continue to offer the best trackside service in the industry. Make sure you head to CometCartSales.com or call them at 317-462-3413 to be a part of the Comet Cart Sales family today. Welcome back to the This Week in Carding podcast here on the EKN Radio Network. My name is Rob Howden, joined by David Cole as we bring you a lot of the information and, and news that made its way to the e-carding news homepage over the last couple of weeks. Uh, David, uh, let's one of the longtime companies, of course, within uh, the karting world here in in North America is Burrell Art North America. And uh, very cool to see that they've brought kind of a second generation guy on board with PSL. 
It is. Raphael St. Charles will be joining uh, Burrell Art North America. He will oversee the brand development of the Burrell Art, Ricardo Cart, and Freeline products. Uh, his also will, attention will be at expanding the Burrell Art North America dealer network. Uh, and it has also been named the rental cart division director. So uh, uh, Raphael, the son of PSL Karting's co-owner, Stefan, uh, is going to be a bit busy uh, over the next uh, <laughs> few weeks as he's obviously getting uh, adjusted coming over back from Italy, uh, where he worked at Formula Medicine, uh, working with a number of different drivers in motorsports, uh, people regarding uh, health-wise and, and training. And so he's a very well-educated uh, young man. Um, Stefan's always talked very well about him. And uh, he's very happy to, to have his son now uh, as part of the, uh, the company. Yeah, great to see young blood coming in. Of course, Dominic uh, Labrex has been uh, been a major part of the sport for so many years. In fact, I think this year is this year is is it's either twentieth or twenty fifth year. So we got to talk more about that because he's been that Burrell Art program, uh, not so much Burrell Art, but PSL Karting has been around forever. So big big props to uh, to PSL Karting and again Burrell Art North America with Raphael Saint Charles coming on board. David, you know a lot about a lot more than I do, of course, about the new program that the WKA put together with Summit Racing Equipment. I know that they were kind of front and center at the Charlotte Karting Challenge that you attended a couple of weeks ago. Fill me in on what's going on with Summit and WKA. Yeah, it was for the uh, recent uh, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge that uh, was, we just were at uh, last weekend. Uh, Summit Racing Equipment helped provide uh, a number of uh, contingency programs and Obviously, some swag going out to uh, all of the racers who entered in both Dirt, Road Race, and Manufacturer's Cup. Uh, in that swag included a Summit book that uh, provided an exclusive 10% discount on uh, all products that are ordered through uh, the Summit uh, Racing Equipment book. As we know, Summit Racing Equipment is a big distributor and dealer for a lot of uh, name brands in the uh, world of motorsports and racing yeah, in general. Yeah. And so, again, it's it's another, as you said, with the PRI show, it's another company, you know, that hasn't really understood or tapped into what carding can provide uh, for a business. And so yeah. it was a great, you know, their continue, you know, WK was able to provide a great uh, program with them. They had a couple of representatives come down and, and walk around uh, throughout the weekend at both, all three events, dirt, road race and sprint and kind of get a feel and understanding of what exactly is this carding world all about. So uh, really cool to see. Another part of the program was uh, $50 gift cards given away through social media contests. Uh, WK and Summit were able to provide a little uh, Facebook profile filter, I guess is what you call it. You know, I'm not really cool on, on all those lingos with what you do on that. <laughs> so it's kind of like those Snapchat and, and Instagram filters and covers or whatever you want to do go. with it. And so they provided some some gift cards there. And again, it was more just just for them to, you know, kind of get get a little bit involved in carding and, and see, uh, you know, what opportunities are there for for them as a business and what they can provide for the sport in general. 
hey, anytime we can get a name, you know, a major name in motorsports like Summit Racing to, to kind of come in and, and have a look at karting, as you said, to potentially look at tapping in on 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 the sport and just kind of expanding their level of, of engagement, I think that's a huge, a huge thing. Kudos to the WKA for getting that put together. Well, Speak, you, you look at you look at their social media numbers. I mean, they have, oh, I think it was two million Facebook followers that, wow. uh, you know, they were able to exposed to the sport of karting through the, just the little posts that they did uh, on that weekend. It's, you know, it's Great not point. a big, it's not a lot of uh, content they put out, but they have a lot of followers. So uh, that, I mean, that's very key in, in what our sport really needs to progress towards is getting these companies outside our own sport and be able to, to reach not only just through social media, but the opportunities that are there for people to, to be part of our sport. I like it, Dave. That's that's a great point to bring up the fact that they do have that engagement, that reach on social media, being such a massive company as is uh, as Summit Racing Equipment. Uh, let's cap off this particular segment of this weekend karting, David. Some more information coming up on the Cup Carts North America uh, series. You and I are actually looking forward to, to to getting with them at their Grand National the first week of October at Newcastle Motorsports Park. Really excited about that event, but. Yet again, again, another uh, you know, amazing step forward for Briggs and Stratton. They just they're, they're always stepping up to kind of help out get entries. Whether it's at Rock Island, you know, providing a second entry if you're in another class. They're doing some more stuff, David, with a youth sponsorship for Cup Carts North America. What a great deal from Briggs! Yeah, Briggs is offering a fifty dollars sponsorship to kid cart and sportsman drivers at their upcoming at the Cup Carts North America upcoming event at Wolf Paving Raceway home of the Badger Cart Club in Dousman, Wisconsin. The event is scheduled for July 12th, 13th, and 14th. And they, I just saw they just extended the registration deadline uh, through this week because they know a lot of people are busy racing now in the summer months. So uh, head over to cupcarts.com and uh, be able to take a part of uh, that $50 youth sponsorship. Yeah, let's give a little props out to Greg Jasperson and the whole crew over there at Cup Carts North America. They kind of brought, they had a couple of different series last year, brought them in uh, together. Fantastic schedule of, of events and really some good numbers in the 206 categories, which is what they focus on, obviously. But just good numbers coming out of the box with their spring nationals uh, and just continuing that momentum, David. Just it's it's so solid to have a strong regional series like they're, you know, they're pre- uh, presenting in the Midwest. We need to have those numbers, numbers breed numbers. And man, they've got a lot of carts, a lot of drivers running in cup carts, North America this year. Yeah, we have that program and, you know, a number of other programs that are, are really uh, getting behind the Briggs 206 grassroots platform yeah. and, and getting people not only to race at the club level, but to travel a couple, couple hours here or there for some of these regional programs, such as what, uh, Cup Carts North America provides. Yeah, kudos to them. What a great deal. And again, we're all looking forward to that Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. Uh, they're expecting potentially an, uh, over 200, potentially 250. I know a lot of uh, Canadians I've been, I've been kind of speaking with, they're talking about coming down as well for that event. Uh, th- this will be the third running. Am I, am I correct, David? Third running of the Cup Carts Grand Nationals? It will be. It will be the third running. David and I going head to head once again. Looking forward to going racing down there on the first weekend of October. But as David said, their next race at Wolf Paving Raceway, the home of the Badger Car Club, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, just a couple of weeks away. All right, one more break. David and I are going to come back, chat a little bit about what's been going on uh, in terms of EKN editorial. We'll talk about some of the podcasts we're putting together. 
more stuff coming on the ECAN radio network, and then we'll do a little kind of ECAN trackside live update so you know where we will be for the next couple of weeks providing our live coverage from the track. Stay with us, folks. I'm going to wrap things up here after this break. Are you in need of a podium-proven Briggs 206 chassis? If you answered yes, check out the 2019 Margay Ignite K3 and Brava 206 packages manufactured in St. Louis, Missouri, right here in the USA. The Margay chassis has been racking up 206 podiums on the club and regional level, most recently at big four-stroke programs such as the AMR Homestead Miami Speedway, Texas Pro Car Challenge, Texas Sprint Racing Series, Atlanta Motorsports Park, the Quincy Grand Prix, and the Gateway Carplex. The best part about purchasing a Margay racing chassis is that everything can be ordered custom, including frame color, decal color, and logo placement. Choose to purchase as a roller, kit, or race-ready. With a race-ready package, just unbox the cart, add gas, oil, and go. Need factory support? Margay Racing is just a call or email away with technical support or setup tips. Interested in renting a cart at one of the biggest karting events this summer? Check out Margay Racing Spec Ignite Class and their Arrive and Drive packages to be part of the 25th running of the Rock Island Grand Prix this coming Labor Day weekend. For more information, please visit margay.com or call 800-562-7429 today. For over 25 years, Supercarts USA has been changing the face of American karting. The debut of the Scusa Promoto Tour in 1999 totally transformed national-level karting in the U.S., and now the current Pro Tour is enjoying its unprecedented 10th season of competition. The Scusa Pro Tour is the longest-running coast-to-coast national series in the sport. Nothing else has come close in the last 30 years. The Pro Tour is exciting, hardcore racing, the foundation of Supercarts USA is its regional programs, and we welcome all racers to come experience our style of events. Our flagship region is the California Pro Kart Challenge, a six-weekend series that races from April to September from Fontana to Monterey. The Texas Pro Kart Challenge is in its eighth season and is in the middle of an exciting six-race, three-weekend schedule that takes drivers to Denton, Amarillo, and Houston. And new for 2019 is the return of the Great Lakes Pro Kart Challenge, where Scusa was born and raised. The series features four weekends at Newcastle, Norway, and Road America. We'd love to have you experience our product, and we hope to see you at a future Supercarts USA event. To learn more, head to supercartsusa.com. Attention all Midwest Briggs 206 racers. The new season is almost upon us, and it's time to go racing with Cup Karts North America. For 2019, we have rejoined both divisions, and the battle for the Champions Cup will be bigger and better than ever. Our limited Briggs 206 class structure means big fields and close racing from front to back. We've developed an exciting five-race schedule that will take us to Concept Haulers Motor Speedway in Norway, Illinois. Michiana Raceway Park in New Liberty, Indiana, Wolf Paving Raceway in Desmond, Wisconsin, 61 Cartway in Del Mar, Iowa, and G&J Cartway in the legendary Camden, Ohio. 
And it all starts on May 4th and 5th with the Spring Nationals in Norway. Come join the fastest growing four cycle series in the United States. And remember, in early October, we're hosting the largest 206 race in the country, the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals, where the best racers from all across North America come together to see who has what it takes to be named Grand Champion. Put it on your schedule. You're not going to want to miss this one. For more information, head to cupcarts.com. Welcome back to episode number 11 of the of uh, This Week in Karting, July the 2nd, 2019. Uh, and away we go into the second half of this 2019 season. I don't know how the, where the time has gone. But, but David, we, you know, obviously This Week in Karting, we present a lot of the information that we've either went out and dug up or have got press releases on, whatever it may be, but uh, cranking out a ton of editorial. I know you've been busy on EKN. We have been busy over the last month, uh, not just the week, but the last month. And uh, yeah. began, you know, obviously with, with our trackside coverage, uh, we were at the United States Pro Kart Series, uh, the Carolina Grand Prix, and then that was... And by we, you mean, and by we, well, you mean when you. I say we, I mean, I mean the site, the website, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, it's, you know, we're, Everybody. we're a we, yeah. you know, yeah. us, you know, do we're a we, us, you know, a family, <laughs> a, a degenerate, a degenerate family. Uh, we're <laughs> dysfunctional. Go, that's for dude. sure. Well, that's for sure. So you also, we, you cr- we cranked out race reports for, uh, the rock fest yep. in Biloxi. Uh, we had the coverage of the Cartsport, or rather the uh, Cup Carts North America event at, at, at MRP, like you said, mm-hmm. right? We did that. Uh, we we uh, did a race report on Quincy Grand Prix, uh, race report with the Kalo Cup, also uh, the recent uh, Route 66 race that they had up at Badger Cart Club as well, too. That's so. right. That's right. I put together a morning coffee as well, where my columns just kind of giving a shout out to uh, my good friend, uh, Keith Freiber. If you haven't read that, have a look on the website for that under my morning coffee uh, section. Uh, of course, Keith being inducted alongside Terry Trader into the WK Hall of Fame. And then again, uh, just a new uh, WK Hall of Famer, right, Dave, for road racing? Yeah, yeah. during the WK Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge, yeah. uh, Robbie Harper, longtime the man. road racer, director, trustee, racer. Right. Had, everything yeah basically i don't think the, the only thing he hasn't done he might have done some hand scoring back in the day but i don't i don't think he's ever like scored a race on him on the orbits software so i think that's the last like little bit you know he's probably covered scales he flagged a corner he's done everything i have no doubts that's so. right that's right he's probably announced some races too I would but he was a little upset that freeber beat him to the hall of fame wow <laughs> competition you know what Robbie's pretty competitive. I understand He's that. He's very good. competitive. <laughs> uh, driver of the month, David. You, we uh, we sat down and picked the driver of the month, and it was interesting. Um, for the month of May, <laughs> Ryan Norberg said, well, that was one of the things that he'd been just trying to get. He, 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 all, and everything he's done, in uh, three times a champion in the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, three straight years, he had never won driver of the month. <laughs> but, he, but he had never had a weekend that he had in Utah. So I think it was really fitting that, you know, we saved it for this type of, of event because, again, this solidified himself in the championship lead. Now going into the summer nationals with a solid lead uh, to what he could possibly do is clinch his fourth straight championship. <laughs> That's 
unbelievable. If he was able to pull that out, that would be absolutely unbelievable. Uh, also, David, of course, cranking out more EK and editorial. He uh, sat down and pulled out the spreadsheet again, which takes so much time for the updated EK and driver rankings powered by Bell Racing USA. If you want to have a look at the, the most recent driver rankings, one of the drop-down menus on EKN, you can uh, have a look at the, the current rankings. Uh, David, we also had a new uh, – uh, another our, let's just put it this way. It's you and I do the majority of the writing, and by that I mean you do majority of the writing. But got a new writer working for us as well, and it's, it's cool to get a couple of new uh, – another faces on the grid. Yeah, he started his first uh, column, I guess, or you, however you want to call it, whatever you want to call it, faces <laughs> of the grid with uh, interviews. Brandon Charles. Interview, interview yeah. yeah, basically an interview. Uh, and then Blake Hunt now uh, published his recent one with Gary Carlton. Again, probably the top Carter in the 2000s, yeah. uh, not only here in the U.S., but you know among the top ones in, in Europe as well during that time as well. Uh, especially over the last, you know, um, five years before he came back home, uh, you know, again, racing in Europe and, and among the top drivers. So good to see, because again, it's good, you know, we know Gary, you've known Gary even longer than I've known Gary. It's great to, to, to get that viewpoint of somebody who doesn't really know Gary to kind of go back and forth with him and, and see what kind of, uh, answers and questions he can provide. Yeah. For. Yeah. Fresh approach, right? Exactly. So, you know. And again, hey, listen, kudos to Blake. Got a hold of you, said I want to write some articles. What do you guys think? And uh, yeah, we've had a couple now. Hopefully we'll get some more from, from Blake because I did a great job uh, with the two that he's done, yeah. like you, as you said, with Brandon. I, I, I told him to get me one Jericho. this week, but he's kind of slacking. So we'll see if we can get one next week. What? I know. Maybe he, needs to do, maybe he needs to do one on David Cole after he gets beat by Rob Howden. Nobody wants to hear that. That's true. Uh Let's jump into a little bit of our EKN podcast reviews, David. Obviously, some of the recent shows that we've been able to uh, to get put into podcast form. Want to fill people in? Well, again, we had our This Week in Karting, episode 10, back in May 30th. That's available That's for download. Ago. Our industry insiders, including Terry Trader of Quincy Grand Prix, uh, Kevin Williams of WK, before we had the Charlotte Motor Speedway Karting Challenge, and then most recently, Mike Burrell, uh, with USAC Carding talking about uh, the upcoming uh, Brattle at the Brickyard that we'll be heading to. And then, yeah, we talked a bit about the uh, Elkhart uh, Grand Prix as well. Mm-hmm, yep. So a lot, lot of uh, information in those three episodes. Also, you were able to record the latest Hot Seat episode four with Billy Musgrave and his move over to Croc Promotion USA. Yeah, it's a good interview. Really good interview. And remember, folks, uh, obviously on the EKN Radio Network is where you hear all of our content first, streaming 24-7, but it's not on demand. It's like a radio station, as we say. So it's on. you got to figure out the schedule. We usually play them back-to-back, so if you miss the start, you'll pick it up if you keep listening. Uh, but after that, about a weekend, David then goes and turns everything into into actual uh, you know downloadable podcasts that you can get. So uh, make sure you follow us or, or subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. You can also go through Podbean and I believe Spotify to be able to get all our, our content and, and more coming up this week, David. I know you got a couple more uh, a couple more podcasts that you're prepping, correct? Yeah, when you hear this, you should be able to download the Insider with Greg Dignis of Margay. Also, the debriefs from the United States Pro Kart Series and the WKA race at Charlotte. Uh, again, coming up on the EKN Radio Network as well, upcoming shows. David and I, as I said, heading, uh, I leave actually tomorrow morning, heading to Indianapolis for the USAT Karting Battle at the Brickyard. 
We'll get home on Monday. We'll record our debrief of the event on Tuesday. So that's going to be coming. Um, I actually have an interview coming with, with Roger Ruthart from the Rock Island Grand Prix. I'm over written Q&A. After that, once we get a little closer into July, I'll make sure we do uh, a full audio interview with Roger to talk more about how Rock Island is going to celebrate their 25th anniversary. And then what else we got, uh, David? Oh, yeah, we're still working on a roundtable discussion. I've I've got an idea. I was actually talking to a couple of guys, a couple of cool ideas. We're going to have our first roundtable discussion, not this week coming up, but the week afterwards. And I got a good topic. I'm not going to bring it up right now, but you and I are going to, we'll set that up. Sound good? Sounds great. Don't tell me the topic either. I like to be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, we're going to wrap up this edition of This Week in Carding. Uh, Here's what's coming on (laughs) eCardingNews.com. It's first and foremost, David Cole and I are going racing. We talked about it. Battle at the Brickyard. A couple of uh, ideally equally prepared 206 Briggs 206 powered Comet Eagle chassis. I'm going to hook up with Gary Lawson. I'm going to try to go to the front. I'm 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 oh, sorry to say Gary Lawson's not racing masters, so you're not gonna oh, be able to that's right. I'm gonna I I might as well kill that while I can right now. So for, just forget about that. <laughs> so you're really gonna have to sit there Friday morning and try and find a new dance partner because you're not You know what's gonna happen? It's gonna we're gonna end up having to work together. That's what's gonna happen. Oh right? I know. Dude, it's gonna happen. We're gonna end up having to work together, and then I'll punch you off in the last. Well, quarter. somebody's gonna have to bail the other one out. Now, I, I, it's probably <laughs> gonna be me having to bail you out because you can't get off the line or something like that. You know, <sighs> listen, all, dude, all this weight listen. you claim to have lost is probably gonna be put back on over the next two days. <laughs> That's a possibility too. We'll see. <laughs> Couple of EKN trackside live events coming up as well. Um, so after the Brickyard. Uh, I got to, I go to Toronto for the IndyCar race. Then I fly straight to Amarillo, as I had said before, July 19th, 2021 for the Texas Pro Car Challenge event. It'll be EK and Trackside Live. I'll do the full coverage there, play by play. Mark French and I are going to be on the grill Friday night. If you've got that weekend off, July 19th, 2021, trust me, come to Amarillo, Texas. Awesome racetrack. The Texas P- PKC family puts on an awesome show. Great hospitality. Come out and have some fun with us. We'd love to have you there again. Mark and I grilling. I'm racing in 206 Masters, so I challenge anybody in 206 Masters in the area, come out and see if you can't beat me. Um, hopefully, I won't be beaten too bad by David Cole at, at the Brickyard. So I'll, I'll give I'll give after anybody that, pointers after the Brickyard on how to do that because <laughs> it's a pretty flat out track. Looking at you know Amarillo, it's a it's pretty wide open. Ooh, there's some tighter corners, though. Believe it or not, you'll be surprised. There's a couple of tight corners. Yeah, there are some tighter corners there. But as you said, there's uh, going to be a lot of people coming there from California, Colorado, Utah. So yeah. it's it's going to be. Uh, and I'm I'm going to guess that guys are from Florida and and you know guys who race rock are gonna are gonna head up there to kind of get a get a taste of it too. Not a bad idea. Yeah, if you want to get yourself set up for the Rock Fest event. Uh, David, let's cap this thing off. You've got one race at the end of July. You're going to go back uh, with the United States Pro Card Series finale. Yep, we're going to close things out at Newcastle Motorsports Park, which will be my first of three visits there this year, which is surprisingly only in July. Typically, I'm there (laughs) earlier, but uh, it'll be good to be back to uh, my second home. You know, I I haven't been to a a USPKS race yet because you're the one that always goes to those. But I actually just dropped a text message to to Mark Coates after the the last race they had because, you know, what he's done, you know, getting down to those three events, well-spaced in terms of timing, great racetracks. Uh, Man, that that series is just rock solid right now. Well, it's good competition, good teams that are there. 
the staff he has there in place just gets gets stuff done and does it right. And you know that's what that's that's what people want when they're spending this kind of money to go racing. They want to make sure they know what they're getting when they get there. And there's there's no surprises when you go to a USPKS event. You'll be there July 26th, 27th, 28th. It'll be just about a week after I'm at uh, Texas Pro Kart Challenge in Amarillo. So a couple of more uh, EKN trackside live events. You can, of course, hear that uh, through the ecardinews.com slash live page. Uh, full play-by-play. Of course, I'll be on the mic for the Texas Pro Kart Challenge event, just not for the 206 Masters class. I'll pass the mic to somebody else. And then, of course, for USPKS, Tim Cohen will be joining David Cole trackside at Newcastle. Dude, that's it. Very- what? You better figure out who's going to announce. I know. I'm not quite sure yet. We'll see. Uh, you know what? I'll just, we'll, we'll put it up for raffle. <laughs> see who wants to jump it, on the microphone. It's it's too bad you and Jeffrey's not in the United States anymore. I mean, he's he's off traveling the world and, and focused on Asia a little bit right now, but he'd be a great one to have announce. You know who keeps asking us all the time is Wesley Boswell. He always wants to get on the mic with us. Yeah, he's in California. He's in California. That yeah, I don't know. Well, you know what? Yeah. Hey, listen, maybe Mark French will grab all. I, well, Mark French told me he was going to race against me. That was the whole thing. When we were at the last race, he's like, yeah, I'll race for sure. We'll have a blast. But now, I think he's trying I think he's trying to pussy out of it, to be honest. I think he's trying to get out of it right now. Well, that's what they do in Texas. He's pulling the race director card. He's the no. race director. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, you've pulled, you. You haven't pulled that card out, but if you could, you would. <laughs> no, I want to go driving. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Hey, I got a chance to drive with Alan Rudolph. That looks awesome. Should be fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, all right, David, we're done. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, this Gary week, Springer. this this month in karting. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this week. Yeah, this month in karting. Yeah, it's we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to try and do one in two weeks again. I think every so, two weeks is the best way. Every two weeks will be close, so at least it'll be a week's worth of content. So Good that's still kind of. You know, goes with the title of this podcast. Well, folks, thank you for joining this week in carding slash this month in carding or this two weeks in carding. We do appreciate it. Episode number eleven again, July the second. Uh, for those of you heading to uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, we look forward to seeing you this coming weekend and any events coming down the future uh, for the Ecan Trackside Live program. David and I both trying to get behind the wheel more here in two thousand and nineteen. I didn't drive anything in two thousand eighteen, which sucked. I've got one race already in the books. Uh, then the next, I think, potentially five or six races this year. This makes me pretty happy. That's all. Uh, folks, on behalf of David Cole, thank you so much for joining us. My name's Rob Howden. Bye for now. <laughs>